Hola. Uh, welcome everyone welcome. to the last episode of Tackling Our Twenties 2022. Now we do have to have, before our main disclaimer, we do need to have a little, little pre-disclaimer. pre-disclaimer and that is the following. Sarah? I am drunk. This is 20 past 10 on Wednesday the 21st of December. This and podcast is going live to you at 6 a.m. on Thursday, the 22nd of December. But would I ever let you down and not do it? No, I wouldn't. I ended up out for impromptu drinks <laughs> and I'm drunk. I've had a pizza. I've had dough boys. I've had water. I'm trying to sober up for the podcast. You've had some Lindor. But we thought it would be fun. Well, I would never let you down. No. But Alex never let us needs down. to... Maybe have a little shot. I need to get on your level. But okay. the thing is, I've got to get out for work in the morning. But you know what? I'll so, have a shot. I'll have a shot with you. Okay. What? So Alex got a Christmas cracker. And in the Christmas... She had two crackers. Go and get them, Sarah. Go Let and me get go them. and get them. So basically, we, we got some Christmas crackers from work. So this is work's fault. And... No, I'm so joking. Alex got Christmas... It's work's fault I'm drunk. I wasn't even supposed to be out tonight. Classic. So what have we got alcohol-wise, Sarah? So Alex's drinks... They're big. They're all five centiliters. Five centiliters. Are, I would say not big, but these these are big. So we've got a Bailey's. Yep. We've got a Johnny Walker. Is that whiskey? Whiskey. Red Label. Yeah. Whiskey. Oh God. A Whitley Neal gin and an absolute vodka. So if you're going to do a shot right now, yeah, to get you, you know, a bit more. I'm on not my doing level. one by myself. Can I just do the Bailey's? I'll, I will have that whole thing. I'm going to be absolutely And you fucked. can have a shot of whiskey. No, I'm not having a shot of whiskey. Vodka. You have the vodka out of the Baileys. What flavour is the gin? Oh, it looks delicious. Oh, it's orange. I think we should save that. Have a sip. I don't think you should shot that. I think you should shot one of these. I'm drunk. You shot the Baileys. I'm not doing that by myself. Sip it. Sarah, you're going to have to have a shot. I'm Go and get whiskey the shot or vodka. Go and get the shot Where glasses. Where are the shot glasses? Do we have them? I think we do. They're up there. Right, Sarah's... This has turned a bit wild. I'm really sorry if anyone was hoping for a zen, calm podcast. Oh, God, that's a big shot glass. Shuts, 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 shuts. Right, okay. okay this Sarah. is the 21st of December and we're getting loose. <laughs> I'm not, why well, don't we mix the, a little vodka and a, lis, a lot of Baileys? Will that work? <gasps> my, my boss has replied. Okay, well, we'll Sarah, put the, ah! put the phone down. Okay. Okay. Right, so can you mix Baileys and vodka together? Yes. Can you try it first? Because I don't yeah, really want Yeah, but I wanna... want a teeny bit of vodka. No, Alex, I'll do it. All right, You're, fine. I don't trust you. No, that's pathetic. I do not vodka. All right. No, come on. <laughs> that's not you. That's, a... <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. Give me yours. No, too. no, Sarah, we're I won't do, do it. Together. No, we're going to do it together. Stop. No, stop. We're okay. going to do it. She's now it. pouring in the Baileys on top of the vodka, and I'm hoping this isn't going to make me sick. Okay, she's now dropped the microphone. This is chaotic. Sarah. Is everyone vibing? Because, okay, right, we're in. You need to, you're forgetting you've got a microphone there, honey. Okay, okay. she's pouring in the vodka. No, she's pouring in the Baileys. Come the on. Ba- we've done the vodka. It, Put the Baileys quite far If I'm being up. honest, I'm doing it the I'm vodka was a soup son. No, but split it in half. Yeah, in half. Oh, sugar. Excuse me. You're gonna have to do you that. You have the one. bigger one then. No, I'm not doing I'm that. I'm gonna be fucked. Okay. Okay, ready? Three. Wait, what should we cheers to? Let's cheers to mm-hmm. health, wealth, and abundance in 2023. Here we go. Ready? Oh cheers. God. Cheers, shots cheers to you everyone. Guys. 
<laughs> that is nasty. Ooh. Do you know what? That was way better than doing vodka by itself. That vodka really shines through. But can I just say, you had the one with the most vodka in in the least place. <laughs> Sorry, I really, I, I, I took advantage of you. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, I okay. was drunk already. I just wanted Alex to do a shot. So anyway. the, the plan is, is today we've not got any dilemmas what we're doing is we are bringing you the juice from 2022 the best dating stories Mm -hmm. that we've had the best memories that we've gone through on the podcast basically a recap of the chaos that's happened this year and we're and some some i mean there might be brand new information it's been 30 hours but the the fact we're both drunk thirty hours of podcast of sorry episodes. thirty hours of podcast <laughs> not of like not thirty drinking. hours of life or <laughs> drinking. So what we're gonna do is let's get let's let's play our disclaimer and then we'll get straight into it. Let's do it. We need to do it while before let's Sarah. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. <laughs> Okay, so before we start this week's podcast episode, it's time for our disclaimer. Please remember that if you have any specific concerns or you're in a situation in which you require professional or medical Mm. advice, you should consult with an appropriately trained and qualified specialist. We are not trained to give advice in any way whatsoever. This podcast consists only of our own opinions based on our own life experiences and may, of course, be completely wrong probably is just three regular best friends love and life okay so obviously as you guys guys know a lot of this podcast has been centered obviously it's centered on dating dilemmas but we've tried to bring in our own dating you know experiences and i think if we're being you know, truly honest with ourselves. At the beginning of this podcast, there was no filter. No. And now there is more of a filter. Yeah. Because we've been stung. But we'll explain why. Let's, we will let, explain why. Let's go back to the OG, the OG dates. I think the main one for me right at the beginning was Tommy Tucker. Tommy Tucker kicked this whole thing off. Tom- and I always remember sitting around this kitchen table. And this is when it was just me and Alex. Because Lauren was calling <laughs> Killy. And you said that it was just me and Alex. It was just me and Alex. Okay, we were, you know, we were, we were the troopers. We were keeping things going. Lauren's not here tonight again, but we forget her. Well, she's in Wales. She is in Wales. Last week she was ill. Now she's in Wales. We miss her. <laughs> we miss you, Lauren. We miss she was here. For, we we miss she was <laughs> here. Are you right, Sarah? <laughs> Sorry, I'm Bridget. We wish she was here for wrapped. Um, but but she's she's not. here in spirit. And, and because you know she's what it not means, here, we can talk about what we want to talk about. We're gonna be, we're gonna be, you know, we're gonna go in on oh, Lauren. We're going in. So, and no offense, to Lauren, it was me and Alex in the early days. It was the OGs, me and you. That's how it started, and, and that's where Tommy Tucker ended. arrived. So, Tommy Tucker, for those of you who are OG fans, listeners, mm-hmm. uh, day ones. Well, remember, he is the he is the first guy any of us went on a date with. Yeah. So I went on a date with Tommy Tucker. He's the first guy we went on a date with in Greenwich. Yeah. We, I love how we say Alex, we, but we basically all were there. Let's Alex. Be real. He's the first guy we did the first date checklist on. Oh, the he's checklist. the first guy. Um, what was I just about to say? Well, he lived in Greenwich. So when we moved to Greenwich, we were genuinely convinced we were going to get boyfriends that lived in Greenwich. We thought we were going to go to the local pub and meet guys that live in Greenwich. 
you know, oh, yeah. we're gonna be, we thought it was almost like Clapham. It turns <laughs> out it's not like Clapham. In the greatest, greatest oh, God, way, no yeah. offense. Because you can actually live a life without having to walk down the street and fear that you're gonna bump into someone, you know, you will- We're with. not, we're not getting boyfriends in Greenwich. So, and that's a great thing. Mm. Yeah. But Tommy took a, such a nice guy. He Didn't he pass like the checklist completely? Passed the checklist. And you came back and you were like, it's so annoying because he was, he's so nice, but he's just not my vibe. That's the thing. Like, I think that's what it taught us that you can have this checklist, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's the one or she's the one for you because you still have to have that spark yeah, and that connection sure. and you have to fancy him. And I could appreciate he was good looking, yeah. but I didn't feel like he was the one for me. And our checklist, looking back, our checklist is very um, like action-based rather than how does he make me feel? It's more like, has he done X? Has he done Y? Yeah. Rather than does he make me feel alive does I he make me feel alive. safe <laughs> alive does he make me feel electric <laughs> does he make me feel like myself does he make me feel comfortable it's all very much did he do that did he do that for sure and i think we've learned that in our dating journey is that, is that, that is there's important. a lot more all of the dates we've been on have probably ticked the checklist and we're well, like, actually i don't want to no, go out with them no not all of them sarah right, all of them. we'll venture into that we'll venture we'll deep dive so tommy tucker because we went to the italian tommy restaurant tucker. he he walked me home yes that was a big thing for tommy tucker he walked me home mm-hmm. the only issue didn't we have an issue with him taking the bottle of wine home yes even though no i think we'd split the meal he then took the bottle of wine home i think he you'd split but you didn't you had one glass and he had the bottle like and then he the took the rest and then home. he took the rest whereas home. i think the polite thing <laughs> would have been to give, to give it. it to me but um, you know that was the only criticism and if that's yeah. the only criticism apart from obviously like the connection yeah and I, if i'm being honest with you all Right. I was pushing Alex. I was like, just text him. Like he yeah. seems so nice. He seems so great. Like there was you just know, he didn't mean to take the wine. And Alex kept saying, like, no, he's he's really nice. Like he we had a good date. Like I think this was the key turning point was that we had such a good date. I just know that's he's it. Not for me. And I think that I don't know, I think weirdly, I'd never even thought of the fact you could have a great date and not go any further yeah and just call you'd it you think call you'd it have that. a second date yeah. to see <clears throat> yeah and that's what i learned from alex is the you know there's no pressure you can have a great date but no this is what it was yeah for sure and i think that's such a good thing oh so tommy took a so that was the lesson and so tommy that Tucker, was the lesson for me tommy tucker taught us that lesson is that mm. it's okay to have a good date um, for that just to be it. You to don't need it. to go into every date thinking about the future, planning the future. No. You can just enjoy it for what it is. And it was kind of like the same vibe between the two of you in the, like, I feel like you two both after, it wasn't like he messaged saying, let's go out and you had to reject him. It was very kind of- Kind of mutual. Like, go with the flow mutual and it just didn't happen. Like we had a conversation you both, and then I just didn't reply, but yeah. then he- but then it just fizzled out, didn't it? Yeah. So it was like we were both mutually on the same page. Yeah. And I think which is nice. And I think it both kind of kicked off our summer of dating. Hundred percent. So like I'm sure like he then felt more comfortable going into his yeah. next date. Um. So everyone 
comes into you know each other's lives for a reason and I think for him for me he was just for me to kind of get used to going out and dating again after a while of like not dating and also what Alex had never done at this stage because Alex used to live in Colchester she like if you had to go on a date it was such an investment for you to come to the city go on a date go back home to Colchester or be in work and make it a line it was so nice for Alex to be on our doorstep walk and be like, I'm just going to walk to the pub to meet this guy and come home. Yeah. And I think that was what it was so grateful is realizing what dating is about in the sense that it's not, it shouldn't be this huge, we've spoken about this so many times, but it shouldn't be this huge investment. Mm. It's literally, okay, you live down the street, I live down the street, let's just do something super chill. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah, and that's what it was. And so that's why I didn't lose anything. No. Like I didn't, you know... That was, that was, it was good. And obviously then me not, me thinking, mm, I had that niggling kind of thought in the back of my mind that, you know, he's, there's some, what, something else out there for yeah. me. You know, there's someone else. I, I, <laughs> and that person I turned out to be Wonka. That process turned out to be Wonka. But I remember when you came back from that date and we spoke about this on the podcast, is that you'd seen someone that you'd previously dated. And I was like, oh my God, the manifest book, which we obviously (gasps) harp on about and on and on and on about. Didn't you say that meant, so basically I was on the date with Tommy Tucker and whilst I was on the date with Tommy Tucker, um, someone that I'd previously been interested Mm. in had walked past a few times Mm -hmm. on the date, tried to get my attention. And I came back and told Sarah like, oh my God, you're never going to believe it. So-and-so saw me on the date. And Sarah whipped out her manifest book. And she, I literally was like, what? The and she was like, do you know what fuck? this means? Doesn't doesn't it mean you're when you, when someone you, is when close When your by. ex gets in touch or you see your ex. Even though this your guy wasn't my ex. soulmate is there, like close by. So it's, it's like, for example, say for example, and this hasn't happened to me and it didn't turn out to be the case for you. Wait, but could but, you say, when you say close by, like you could say like within... A couple of months. Well, yeah, true. I guess then I met Wonka. Well, actually. Wonka. I guess I met Wonka. Yeah. And went, so basically, right, we're really getting into it here, but <laughs> so the guy, he wasn't an ex, it was just someone I was previously mm. had a thing with. Let's call him, um, who should we call him? I forget what we would have called him at the time, but let's call him. Let's call him. Um, Bailey. Because we're drinking Bailey's. We're drinking Bailey's. So when I was on the date with Tommy Tucker and Bailey walked past, I was like, oh my God, as if the universe is like trying to distract me from this date by sending me this guy I was interested in. But Alex immediately thought, I should be on a date with Bailey right now. Like I should be. Is that what this means? We thought, not we, sorry. Alex, this isn't a we situation. I knew what was going on. Alex thought, shit, Bailey is there. I should, this is, is this the universe's sign? sign that I should be with Bailey. Whereas when she came home, I immediately said, no, 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 no. Look at the book. This is the sign that you should, forget him, fuck him. Like he, he's not giving you what you need. You should be with Tommy Tucker. This is the sign. Oh, I thought you said that it meant just generally someone was close by. Like, well, yeah, no, it, it means generally. But right. at the time, I you genuinely, thought, you, at the time, I genuinely believe Tommy Tucker was about to be your soulmate. You thought Tommy Tucker was my soulmate, but it turns out he wasn't. He wasn't. But within a few months, then I met Wonka, so maybe yeah. that was the soulmate yeah. being close by. Is yeah. And he, the, Bailey was just lingering, and then Wonka came along. 
Swept you off your feet. So do we talk about Wonka now or do we talk about, I guess, at the same time after Tommy Tucker, there was a few random dates, no mm. main characters, I'd say. When did Big Ben come into the picture, Sarah? I think Alex was like the the one to give me and Laura and our confidence, for sure, with dates. Like, 100%, if I didn't live with Alex, and I, I say this a lot to Alex and Lauren <laughs> off the pod, I always say like, genuinely if I didn't live with them there's no way I would be going on dates because I just think it takes so much to get yourself ready and hype yourself up and it's so much more fun realistically me and Lauren now go on the dates because I prep the you. three of us are here to hype us up and we're to go all, on the dates this is why I say you need to get out there and do it because I'd say even though you get scared Sarah mm. to go on a first date yeah, but still, you're so much more prepared now yeah, and more used to sure. it by even after just going on a couple of yeah. dates here and there than you were on your very first for date. Sure. And your very first date was with someone that we entitled yeah. on the podcast, codename Big, Big ben. ben. Now, Big Ben was famous because mm. he was near the turning point. Big Ben was gr- a great first date. Oh, what, 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 why was he great, Sarah? Uh, honestly, if I... If I could change any of my... I actually wouldn't change any of my dates. This is what I mean. Do you know when people say, do you have any regrets? And it's like, well, no. Because it makes you realise. And I think that I was super stuck in my ways. And everyone knows Sarah's got a type. In Um, terms of your type. In terms of my type. And my first date was this guy. We barely spoke before we'd gone out. Even on the day of the date we were going out on a Sunday daytime and he didn't message and I was like, shit, look, he's probably not even going to turn up. And anyway, we ended up messaging and he, obviously he did turn up and we had such a good first date. Like we genuinely had a great first date. And then the second date. Wait, which is the date where Big Ben literally, the thing I'll always remember about Big Ben is the that train. he tapped mm-hmm. in to the train station to walk you to the platform to see you on your train yeah. and then tapped out Touch he out. paid money to ensure that you were on the train safely yeah. i've never heard of that and i've never experienced it that was his, insane that was his unique selling point right oh he was so like so attentive to make sure that you were good like and i think that was a, a very good date for me to have so that when the train thing happened that was the second date but the first day, I think I said this on the pod, but we were at Waterloo and I could get the train from Waterloo, or London Bridge. And he was like, shall we walk from Waterloo? Should, like, let's go from London Bridge. And I was like, no, we'll go from Waterloo. And he like, was like, no, 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 let's go from London Bridge. So he like wanted to walk. It was just, it was a very good first date. We were really getting along. It was, it what. I actually wouldn't change that. The first date was was yeah. good. It yeah. made me feel super confident. Yeah. And I just felt good after the first date. And it was when we were on the second date, I, and I know I said this on the podcast, I completely froze and was like, ooh, like I just didn't, Yeah. it you- just felt super different. And I realized it had gotten... I don't know, almost a bit too intense because we were voice noting and I was like, it feels too intense. It feels like we know each other a lot more than we maybe do. The, maybe you'd lost a bit of the fun. And we're meeting each other for the second time and it feels like we should have more to talk about, but we don't because we've been texting so much and voice noting so mm. much that it was a more awkward second date. 
But on the second date was when he tapped in and got me on the train. But then, if the OGs remember, that's when he... Kissed you? Kissed me, but sent me the message then that week saying... Right. Oh... So we were a bit critical of Big Ben because we he sent me message to Sarah, which was, I'm sorry, not a great message. Uh, but I yeah, do but still stand by that on the day, his actions didn't yeah, align great. to the message. Like which didn't. makes me think he's not as like, some people just aren't, when it comes to text, they kind of chicken out. But I do think in light of messages, you know, we've sent recently, yeah. Sarah sent to... Um, I can't remember what we called him on the podcast. I, know, but I can't remember anything. She had now. to let a ne- she yeah. had to let someone down, and we can post such a nice message. It's like in hindsight, and it's like if only Big Ben had said something like yeah. that, but he didn't. It was more of like um, it was more of he like he definitely phrased it in the way that I was super keen, and he wasn't. Yeah, and, and it was more, we were like, wait, and it what? was the way he said, "I could have ghosted you, but I yeah. haven't done." So like you know, thinking he's amazing, mm. um, but we did go in on him a little bit, and we did, we did. get some. If anyone remembers, we did get some feedback from our <laughs> ma- from our man fans saying that you know there he, are... he wasn't in a win win situation. Yeah, like... what could he have done in that situation differently? Well, actually, I think he could have been a bit nicer in his message, but that's it. Really. Yeah, upon now experiencing myself having to send that message, I do still think he could have been a little bit less, a bit better. And aggressive. also, if you like, I knew immediately on the date I wasn't interested. So then, I'm actually being a huge hypocrite. Because I still kiss them. I was just about to say, don't kiss me. Oh, but you but have kissed. I did. Yeah. I think sometimes a kiss is needed to know if you mm. do if you do yeah. feel that spark. Fair. Um, but I think the key lesson to take away from it is that, I mean, if you're going to send a message mm. to let someone down, it needs to be, it yeah. just needs to be nice. And also, if you do receive that message yourself, the worst way to respond to being rejected is to be really bitter about yeah. it. Because Lauren recently has sent a, a message to mm-hmm. um, sort of a guy that said, "Oh yeah, yeah," and then it said the kind of the same thing. It said, "You know, had a really nice time, really great mm. date. Um, I wasn't really feeling it." Blah blah blah. So Lauren has sent that message, and the guy re- responded so bluntly, so bluntly, literally like, "Yeah, cool, whatever." That was it. Like, just such a rubbish Can message. We t- do you think we should tell the story about that now or no? Which story? About Lauren's, you know, the... Uh, who? No, me and the double date. Yes. Now, should we tell it now? Yeah. Go. <laughs> so. Sorry, this podcast is out of control wild. <laughs> wild. So, wild. Um, so, Lauren had gone on a date and I think we did... I get lost what we speak about on the podcast, what we do. I think we did briefly speak about um, it. And she basically ended up having to send a message. And, you know, again, she could not fault him, but she just knew it wasn't The spark wasn't there. It, like, was a, it, was, it a, was a very Tommy Tucker Tommy situation. Tucker situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so she messaged him. And she, you know, she was really weighing up. Like, shall I go on a second date? Shall I not? And she, I was saying just go on a second date like what do you have to lose but then lauren is very conscious like i don't want it to even you know to even lead someone in that way if i know i'm not feeling it before the second day and yeah so like fair enough so she didn't and she told him and i think that was 100 percent the right thing to do but on the first day she'd said um no or he'd said i don't know one of them had said something about a double date because it was one of their prompts. I think it's Lauren's prompt, and he said to her, "Who's who's the double date with?" And she said, "Oh, it's with my housemate Sarah." Yeah. Um. So they ended up showing each other pictures. She sent me a picture 
while she was on her date with this guy and I was like, oh my God, like, you know what? We actually Lauren, thought a double date was gonna happen. Lauren sends me some freaks of the wheel, let me tell you. <sighs> and I would go along with it for her, like I would, I'd, I'd, I'd do it. Yeah. But this one I was like, oh my God, Lauren. He's really... <gasps> he is actually my type, yeah. he's fit. Like, yes, 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 yes to a double date. Two days later, they message out of the blue to Lauren and say, like a selfie of the two of them together saying double date ready like do you want to do it yeah and Lauren was like yeah I think she asked for that his Instagram or something the other friend um anyway then unfortunately she decided he just wasn't for her and obviously you know we're not gonna go on a double date and string someone else along you know well it's a shame the double date couldn't happen. It's a shame, but I'm never going to make Lauren go on a date with someone she's clearly not interested in. Like, that's yes. shady. Like, we don't do that. So that you could go on a double so date. So that I can go on a date. Like, it's that's not that's not fair for anyone. <laughs> so she messaged him. That was fine. That was the end of it. Anyway, it must be, what, two weeks later? Oh, more. More, maybe more. Two to three weeks later, to today, Lauren messages me and Alex and says, Oh my God, look who has just popped up on my hinge. It is the friend, it is the date's friend that I was supposed to go on a double date with, with Lauren. And Lauren said, do you want me to match him and send him your details? I hope she has. We said a hell yeah, Lauren. And we don't know what's happened. No, we need an update from her. So Lauren, if you're listening, please let us know. Did you provide Sarah's number to this friend? Because I think that's fate, like popping up on Hinge. It would have been better if it was your On my Hinge. Yeah. I mean, he still might appear on your Hinge. Who knows? Um, And if so, that is definitely then meant to happen, right? I'm going to do a plea. Although I can't really do a plea. For what? Will we say his name? No, probably not. No, let's not do a plea. No, we won't do a plea. Let's not do a plea. We're actually, you know, not that, <laughs> not that desperate. So, just, I'm off dates till April, but FYI, till further notice. That's very specific, and I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, come on, April is ages away. We, yeah, but we spoke about this, Alex. Okay. January, February, March, you focus on yourself. Yes. And then Hot Girl Spring is Hot when Girl it Spring. starts again. Dates are not fun in winter. So apart from Big Ben, who else did you date on the pod? Well, on not on the pod. But. I was thinking about this on the way home because I knew we were going to do our rap, rap, 2022 rap. Date wrapped. Date wrapped. And I can't, I can't remember what we called him. But in my eyes, this is the main guy. I've forgotten. But it's oh, not the main sugar. guy. It's not the main what guy. We because him? we went on the same amount of dates. What did we call him? I don't know what his name was. Oh, God. If only we remembered or we could go back to the episode. But Sarah went on a date. So then on my second boy. So, yeah, so for, big- for reference, I've been on a date with four bo- four guys. That's it. So the first was Big Ben. First was Big Ben. He's out of the way. He was out of the way. The second one then, you know, we were... We were clicking, we were gelling, we were I'd say on text was 10 out of 10. Yeah, and I'd say actually you, well, you're probably the closest with him. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, but yeah. why did that end, that one? So that one. What lesson did we learn from boy number two? I think what lesson we learned from boy number two was that. Get I think faster, he wasn't quite ready. I think he wasn't, I think he wasn't quite ready for anything and neither was I. 
and I think that he was he was my he was like the dream on text and when I say the dream I don't mean like he's my soulmate on text he was just very easy <laughs> to text he was yeah. very easy he was very full of banter he was very he provided a bit of stability really entertainment in the boy in the boy and department it was constant messaging like he would never leave you feeling uncertain no. But then in per- I only met him twice in person. And in person, he was very different to his text messages. That's the thing. So someone can be very full yeah. on, very very you over text, but you meet them in person and they just don't give you no. what you need. And remember, we've spoken about yeah. love languages. Yeah. And it might be that actually in person, he's not super touchy-feely and maybe you like that. Or yeah. maybe he just, he lacked a bit of that confidence. He didn't have the confidence. On text, he was so confident and so cheeky chappy. Like, and that's my what vibe. you wanted. That's what I need. And, and again, in person, he was more shy and not confident and not cheeky chappy, which is fine, so fine. So that, but just of, don't be that on text and not in real life. So for that, me. yeah. So that kind of fizzled out for you, and um, and that's fine because mm. again, you you can't settle with. You knew deep down he's not the one that's no. completing your. But to make it clear, this is like full honesty and transparency. This is how Ooh. we felt about it. But if people remember, because I remember we spoke about it, he ended up cancelling the third date because oh, he was hungover. Yeah. And we did And that's not when we like did our that. manifest charts. Oh my God. Mm. So our pet peeve, all of us, Ugh. is that number one, the word hungover, because even when we're hungover, if we've got a plan, we would never cancel just from being hungover. If we were genuinely ill or mm. sick or, you know, then fine. But just feeling tired and hungover is a rubbish excuse. Don't ever use it on no. us or anyone else. Um, but to cancel a date, like, oh, by, by being hungover is just not... And, and we were just put off by that, weren't we? With... with um with boy number two and do you remember when he sent the selfie after and we were like no vom no maybe that's an ick it's no that was an ick do you you don't remember no i'm saying cancelling oh yeah cancel in that way is an ick and so boy don't send me a picture of you hungover i'm sorry i don't want to see it no so oh i remember oh god so boy number two was was over for you and then who was after that sarah so then number three we were going out of our comfort zone right and we didn't give I don't I think this was after the third guy was after the situation the catalyst that made us divulge less on the podcast and we'll talk which about we'll talk that about. in the next segment um but there was a reason why we ended up saying less on days and to be honest like I do like I hold my hands up I mean I'm literally t- bearing all now but if I'm going on dates and then I end up telling someone about the podcast, I don't want them to be able to have access to my whole dating history because I just think you're finding out everything about me in an hour's episode. Whereas, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It ta- it would so you, take months to get that out of someone. So you gave less information about boy number three. On the podcast. Three. On, oh, yeah. yeah, on the podcast. But, but I've what, gone massively out of my comfort zone. So I way? definitely have a type and what I was looking for and the cheeky chappy vibe oh I remember and this guy was completely different to my ordinary type physically yeah yeah but also the way he would text and the way 
we would communicate was so different to anything I'd ever experienced before. And again, that is good because you have to experience mm. different dating styles and different types and different ways of communicating yeah. to understand what it is that you want and yeah. what works for you. So if you hadn't have experienced no. that particular experience, you wouldn't know what you like no. and what you don't like. And this guy you went on two dates with, yeah. boy number three. Really enjoyed the first date. Really good. And, and thought he was actually very much... Very much fitter than his photo. Very much. He was more mature, wasn't he? He was more mature. He was older than me. I've never been for guys older. I've always been for the same age or a year younger. Um, Yeah. He was like five years older. He he had his shit together. I've never been with a guy that has had his shit together, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, And... But it wasn't even that that wasn't my type because, I mean, who's not attracted to a guy that's got shit together? But it was more like looks and it was more the way he would text me and like, I'm not a texter. Every single person that knows me and would message me on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, (laughs) not on a weekly basis because of me, I do not reply to your messages. I'm sorry, I hold my hands up. It's not nothing against anyone. I'm not a texter and this guy was sending like the most enthusiastic messages and superb, we spoke about this, superb and exclamation marks. Fantastic. My day was awesome. How was your day? Was your day so fantabulous and great? He didn't say that, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I just didn't know how to respond. And I went on the date and I remember saying to Alex, I'm going on this date because it's out of my comfort zone. I know it's going to be a one date thing and that's going to be it. And I ended up liking him on the first date. And I thought, do you know what? You're a lot more attractive you're actually not as cringe as you are in your texts that I should give this another go and we went on a second date and had a really nice second date there you go again it was nice Mm. um but he turned out to be one big fat bailer (laughs) bailer again cancelled due to a a rubbish reason I don't care and (laughs) and and that was it and once you cross that line it kind of does affect how you feel so fine and you know you have been on a few dates since and it's about but the thing is you have to remember sarah this is one summer of dating for sure remember I and ha- how much it teaches us remember you've been only been single for not even a I know, year I know. i've been sing- i had been single for you know nearly three years mm. so that's three summers mm. so this is just one summer and think of, look at the progress you've made know, in one summer and i do right? think like this is what I was thinking on the train today, like obviously the end of the year and going into my last day in the office for the year and everything. And I do think you genuinely start to think about what you're grateful for. You start to reflect. And 100% uh, like my life would have been so different not moving into this flat with you and Aww. I just think it-, it In a good it way? It really brings, <laughs> in a shit way, I'm depressed. <laughs> it really gains, like makes you gain so much confidence and just, Knowing that you can talk to someone about anything, no matter how big or small, knowing that if you've had a bad day, you can go home to someone. If you had a good day, you can go home to someone. If you want to be alone, there respects that. If you want to be around people, you can be around people. If you want to, the confidence, you're going on a date, you can, everyone's hyping you up. If you've had a bad day, everyone's saying, oh, you know, like you just have, I feel like I have two people that are just living my life with me and are there for you no matter what. And I just couldn't root for it more because I lived on my own before and I know my life would not be where it is now if 
I didn't move in here. And if my life, like and how we always different my life say, was. We, we talk about soulmates as being guys and sometimes they are, but also actually, are you going to cry? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to cry? What I'm trying to say is, is that you have to also remember that there's people right in front of you and there's, yeah your family and your friends are your soulmates yeah and i think you do and you can't i think people get fixated that. on finding a girlfriend or boyfriend that is mm. a soulmate and if you do that's amazing but also remember you can have soulmates in the form of friendships and those yeah. are the ones that you have to remember to keep to to what's the word make sure you maintain throughout your life Nurture because you know those what? Relationships. boyfriend and girlfriends can come and go yeah. but this is for a for life sure. you need to nurture that and i think that Lots of people that may not have what we have and the bond and the friendships, they then look for a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner that gives them a best friend and something to do on a Saturday night and something to do when they're hungover on a Sunday and all of these things. But it's like, but are you actually in love with this person? And that's why they're your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner. Or are you just looking for someone to do something with on a Saturday night and a Sunday when you hang over? But it's also not healthy to put to put all of that on one person. You have to because if if for whatever reason you guys aren't meant to be and you break up, then you're left with nothing. No. So like you need to make sure that your life. This is how we describe it. Just to end this segment, your life needs to be an amazing, moist, delicious. delicious victoria sponge yes okay your life needs to be that beautiful cake and when you find the right girl or the right Mm. guy as your partner that is just the icing on your victoria sponge without it you still have a perfectly good and fulfilled cake yeah but that that other person is has to just enhance it that little bit more exactly but in a way that they're not it's not the flour or the eggs no it's the it's the icing it's on the in, top it enhances you can be without them but they yeah. it has to enhance your life and it's that extra cherry on the top and you know like this variable can come and go and come and go and come and go but you've got the solid of your friends and your families that you're nurturing those relationships and this boyfriend girlfriend partner can come and go and come and go and you know you've got solid foundations everywhere else because i do I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely believe that that is the key. That is the key. That is the key. I think you can achieve anything if you have a good support system and a good support. Oh I my god! I dropped my mic. Okay. I think we need a two-second break. Let's have a break. We've just been talking non-stop. Okay. We had a little break. That was honestly about a ten-second break. <laughs> We're exhausted. Um. Not really, but for anyone wondering, it is 23.00 on Wednesday the 21st. This is coming to you tomorrow morning, and we're still <laughs> drunk. Well, so... <laughs> Sarah is drunk. Um, no, we're reflective. Just, we're reflective. Before we go into the next major segment of this episode, we thought it would be funny just to ask some questions to each other, just to test to see how much we really were mm. listening when we were, you know, a shoulder to lean on. And in a reflective way. We, like... Oh, Tangent, huge tangent, as you know, I love it. Anyone, and I'm not going to go into detail, just listen, I should have said this to the end, podcast recommendation, Jay Shetty and Roxy Nafusi. So Jay Shetty, On Purpose podcast, he's talking to Roxy Nafusi. It's all about manifesting and, you know, 
do it. I am really following serious steps for the new year. Excellent. And I swear to God, this time next year, Wow. I'm going to be rich. Just let, mark my words. Right. Focus, Sarah. Okay, focus. So I'm going to ask the first question. Okay. My first question I'm is... Nervous. I went... Hmm. Let me think. Oh. Oh. Is okay. this a question about you or a question for me? Oh, it's a question about me. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think of the dates I've been on. Sugar. I forgot. Sugar. Sugar. Okay, where was my second date with Willy Wonka? Old Street Records. Old Street Records. Two-step. Shoreditch. That was the night that of the two-step. Two step turned famous. That two-step, I mean, I, I've learned to love it. Are we going to talk about it now? Oh Well, you ask a question first and then we can talk about <laughs> Wonka, the famous Wonka. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Um... How many kisses have you had this year? You're trying to count Ooh, them. Okay, how many kisses have I had this year? Are we talking... How many guys? Okay. Oh, one, two, three, four, four, five? This is so bad, I think. I don't know. More. Because oh. I've been... I drank kiss. <laughs> Who? What was the guy the other week that I drank kissed and gave my number to? Did you kiss him? Yeah. No, you didn't. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, oh, I well, it's been him. more than five. You heard it here first. Wait, so I... I think I've, I think I've kissed... It's no more than seven <laughs> this year. That's I mean, not nothing. That's nothing. nothing. You're fine. This year has honestly been like a nun... <laughs> Not a nun as in nun, N-O-N-E, zero. A nun as in N-U-N, what the fuck? N-U-N, yeah. Like, I have been a nun, a saint. Okay, I, <laughs> all right. I have not. This is my... <laughs> okay, Look, ne next... We're getting nowhere, well, next is what I'm telling you. <laughs> next question. Next question. Um, okay, so I... Um, <laughs> went on a date with I went on my first date with Wonka my first ever date with Wonka mm. and um he thought I didn't like him mm -hmm. because you got the last train uh, home. wait I was gonna say why but because what, ex what excuse did I give that was actually true because you got the last train yeah, but, home yeah but oh because you were meeting your sister at the station who was out with her friends. Yeah. And you had to meet her to get the last run home to Greenwich. And he didn't believe me. And he but thought I was... But this was our first month in Greenwich. And let us tell you, no, none of our prospective dates are going to listen to this podcast. But if you are, getting back home to Greenwich for a night out is a fucking nightmare. As I know, it's £25 from London Bridge, which is a seven minute train. So the excuse... Do you mean an Uber? From, to get Sorry, an, an Uber. Uber. An Uber yeah. An Uber. That's what I mean. So they, he... So Wonka thought it was an excuse. Yeah. But it's real life. A, my sister's here. B, it's the last train. C, I'm sorry, I'm not paying £25 to get home. There we go. Okay, you're Wonka turn. didn't vibe with that, did he? He was, he actually thought I wasn't going to see him again. Yeah. And then I did. Um, okay, your question. Okay. 
Out of the dates I've been on yes. this year, yes. if I could go, if I could go out with one of the guys Again. or one of even the matches or anything, any single guy I've spoken to, who would I choose to go on a date with? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It, it doesn't have to be someone I've met. It could be a match. Oh, or... You expect me to remember every single match? I can't remember <laughs> the match. Can we just do out the guys you've met, please? Okay. Okay, then I would say Big Ben. No. Oh, wait, hang on. Would you say the most recent one? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Guy number two. Number two. Mm. Oh, we love that. Okay. I find myself attracted to guy number two. Maybe. He's the one I'm drawn to. Has he seen my story still? Oh, I Which is see. weird. But I think you had more of a connection with him. Mm. Um, maybe, would you ever consider reaching out to guy number two and rekindling I think that? why I feel this way is because he roguely reached out do you remember yeah randomly and that sort of maybe triggered a, a, fe- feel, a feeling yeah. a feeling i mean you i could, mean i enjoyed that he randomly reached out maybe you could go on another date just to see to see it was his birthday on friday and Did i saw you... all his stories i didn't say happy birthday oh, that would have been really i know good. but i thought it was embarrassing to say happy birthday oh you should have done oh, i, I hate done. it when guys don't say happy birthday no not now but like when i was single and like you, birthday, and you've been out on a date with a guy like it's kind of just polite to just say happy birthday like, and i saw all his stories it's fine we can still find an excuse for you to reach out yeah it's fine i think so um but anyway, I guess we have to briefly talk about the Chronicles of Wonka. We do. So this story has, for some Wonka reason, changed. slipped under the whole podcast radar. But- and this is the best story that has come out of this podcast. This is the reason I continue this podcast, because it is the best story. I mean, it was nearly heartbreak for Alex and Wonka. Yeah. I mean, we went through a roller coaster, let's be real. It was, um, wi- it was This is the wildest story. Are we gonna Are we going to put this story out on the table? Like, oh, I think we should. I can't. I, I, on the think, table. I think as long as you know. I mean, I can't get his approval, but I'm sure he agrees. That you know, why not? Let's just say it how it is. I think we need to tell them what, exactly what happened because it's what it's fucking wild. Right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll okay. see. Okay. We'll see okay. about okay, not, the details. But all oh, right. <laughs> but no. Essentially, we went on our first date. And we spoke about it on the podcast because that's what we did at the time. We spoke about the podcast. But we didn't do the checklist with him. No, we didn't do the checklist. We just, I just t- talked about Which my day. Which was random. I feel like we randomly just chose to do checklists with people. And we just didn't with Wonka. We didn't with random. Wonka. We just didn't. So I went on the date with Wonka. I think I was, I think I was quite complimentary about him. I may have said the odd thing. I can't remember, but we then. We don't know. We, well, if we went back. And also I think to know. If we went back and listened, we, we would know. We, do, we never go back and listen. Because we can't bring it, we can't bring it. Like we I, make ourselves cringe. We can't bring so ourselves we don't go to back do and listen it. To the podcast. I, 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 well, well. So anyway, we went on the first date, then we went on the second date, which was the wild Old Street Records night. And that is, I talked about on the podcast quite a lot. Mm. I said about how, I think I said how we, you know, we had a really fun date. Like I liked him, that he brought out the two-step, which was questionable, but you know, we love it. We love the two-step now. Um, and um, I we spoke quite a lot about we that spoke second a lot about date. That date. Anyway, I got on the third date with... My, my, my Wonka. My Wonka. We're on the third date with Wonka and... Um, the energy was off, The energy was it? different. And I was like, oh God, like we really connected on the first and second date. Like what's going on here? 
Anyway, halfway through the date, we were having dinner and I we were talking about dating. We we're talking about you guys. And he randomly brought up at the dinner But he didn't know about the podcast. When she says you guys, no mm. offense, not. No, he did know about the podcast. No, but you didn't. Okay. But I didn't know. When when you say we were talking about you guys, you mean oh, Sarah and Lauren. Yeah, I was just talking not about my housemates. You had not told them, told Wonka no. about the podcast. No, I had not told, told Wonka this, about the, po- the podcast. The podcast had not been disclosed. The, and the also... Po- the podcast was top secret on the third the day. The podcast, in our eyes, genuinely... No one listens to this podcast. In our head, we were like, there's no way any guy will there's ever no hear way. this podcast. There is no way. How would any guy ever, ever find out? How would any girl ever find out? In our mind, no one listens to this podcast. It truly is a diary of our life. And we don't expect listeners. We don't, you know, we do it and maybe for that our was own our fun. own naivety. Yeah, and it's something sure. we massively wonka taught us. But anyway, so on the third date... Wonka brings up and we were talking about dating he goes oh so do you and the girls like do they do you have anything like a checklist or anything for dating and I went in my head I thought okay that's very specific that's very weird the fact that we literally have a second date checklist that we talk about on the podcast but I thought there's no there's There's no way he knows about the podcast Alex came it didn't even cross my mind didn't you Kate she literally came home to me and she said how weird is this he asked if there was a checklist. And she said, do you think he knows about the podcast? And we literally no. sat on her bed, probably for 45 minutes to an hour, going through the whole reasons why there's no absolute way he knows about the podcast. There's there's no, there is not a chance but in hell. also in my head, I think, I thought he would have mentioned it. Like, had, yeah. so, I, so I thought if he knew about the podcast, he would have mentioned it. So anyway, third date goes by and then we go on the fourth date, which is um, really the, the turning point in tackling our 20s. Mm. And I didn't talk about the, you know, I had only spoken about the first two dates. I hadn't spoken about the third date. You know, I hadn't spoken about- No, it. weirdly, like you- you. I had stopped talking prior about it. to recording the podcast and it wasn't like a prearranged thing. Like we just didn't really talk about it. And I think that when me and Laura may have asked something, you were just like, oh, I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like we should speak about it. Yeah. And not in any kind of way. It was just like- I think I just I got to know, the point like, where I respected that we'd been yeah. on a few dates and I didn't want to talk about it anymore which was fine because anyway we go on the fourth date and we were talking 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 I thought oh my goodness he's so gorgeous mm. like he is this is a really good date like he, it was he just looks, at the context it was the height the peak of the summer peak of we summer. were in Battersea where I dropped Alex off to her date she's looking sexy we're staying at the it Battersea looks- flat we're you know we've got a good weekend plan ahead she's dropped off the sun it's, is shining. It's booming in there. Like it's super busy. It's outdoors. Everyone's vibing. Drinks. It's just like that was prime time date night. Like it was really. And on you know night. what? I walked into the uh, to Pear Tree Cafe, and I and I was You've, late. I, yeah. And we were late because we'd walk there, and yeah. I saw Wonka sitting on the table, and he was talking to girls, yeah. um, just behind him, who he turns out he knew. And in that moment, I I realized like, oh my god, like that's made me, mm. that's made me think. Oh, like not jealous, but mm. and and that you know how that like mm. um, motivates me. And I sit down. I was like, oh, I really think he's so attractive. Blah blah blah. Anyway, the date's going well. And then about halfway in, um, Wonka turns to me and he says, "We were talking about something." And then he says, "But what would Big Ben think about that?" <laughs> it may it it literally and my gives me shivers. stomach it gives me shivers dropped, and I literally went. <gasps> 
sorry, what? And I made him repeat it. And he said, what would Big Ben think about that? And obviously that is a reference from our podcast, as you know. So obviously at that moment, I realized that he had listened not only to the most recent podcast at the time. You'd never told him about the podcast. He had had listened to multiple episodes of Tackling Our Twenties. He'd heard everything I said about him, everything we'd spoken about the dates. And in that moment, I thought, oh my God, swallow swallow me up whole. Yeah. I'm gonna, I actually considered running, I, I considered oh. leaving. So I, I- That night was a roller coaster. I left, I left the table. I said, sorry, I need just, I need a minute. And I rang Sarah, I ring Sarah <laughs> um, around the corner behind the toilets. And I'm like, Sarah. I saw this- Alex ringing like an hour and a half into her date. And I was like, this can't be good. And I was like, hello? And she was like, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. And I was like, what, what, what? What's happened? I genuinely thought Wonka had turned out to be some catfish or had like forced her into the back of a taxi yeah. or something. I was like, what has happened? And Alex was like, <laughs> like, he knows about the wild. podcast. And what's funny is I then had to go back to the date. Meanwhile, oh. Sarah and Lauren were doing serious investigations. Oh so my God. They listened. Well, like, how does he know? What has he heard? Like, but so they listened to all our old episodes back, everything we'd ever said, just to see what we had said. To, and she and they were texting me. They're like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I said, what do I do? Do I stay? Do I go? And I generally, and Wonka knows this because we mm. talk about it. Uh, that date was a crossroads. Yeah. I could have either left and thought, this is so embarrassing for me. I feel so embarrassed. I felt so guilty. I felt so... And I think it was the way it came about. Like, it wasn't on text or anything. Like, you were on I a date. I had to deal with it in And person. also, you didn't know him well enough to... Not at that time. A, a fourth date, you don't know someone. To then have almost... A serious a, conversation. A heated or serious conversation. It's super awkward. So I was like, I could just leave right now. Pretend like this never happened. Learn from my mistakes. Yeah. I'll never do it again. I said to Wonka, I said, I've I've learned the hard way. Yeah. And I'm never going to do this again. No. Like, I'm not going to, you know, divulge information, you know, on a dating podcast, you know. And the issue was... If like, they didn't want me to. Super fair enough. And I do think we've been careful with this since. I don't know, maybe we haven't, but... The issue was that he felt it was super personal and he like almost didn't, it's like, whoa, well, that's a bit personal for you to then, almost like you could easily slag me off or you could, he yeah, didn't know we, what we, we were going to do with the information. We never said anything personal about him, no. but we, we would talk about our dates in And detail. I think he probably felt uncomfortable going on a date knowing, but how are you going to then yeah. twist this date for your podcast? And I think he did, he did say to me at, on this fourth date, you know, are, are you dating me for the podcast? Just like, con- is this yeah. real? And it really put me at a crossroads. And I, and I remember texting Sarah. I said, do I leave right now? Or do I stay and try and talk this through? Mm-hmm. And she said, do you know what? I think you should stay. And I made the last, I canceled my Uber because I had booked an Uber out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I was on an Uber straight out of there. Um, I canceled it, paid the cancellation yeah. fee. Wonka, you can, you can repay me Wonka, for that. you can refund that. Um, paid the cancellation fee and I stayed. And actually from that point onwards was, ac- was actually yeah, when we were vulnerable point. with each other yeah. and actually told each other how we felt, that we actually liked each other, that it wasn't just for a podcast. It wasn't just any old dating situation for either of us and that we actually liked each other. And it was that moment that we'd had a real conversation mm. and that was the real turning point. And from then on, it just like, then it just like kind of, grew from there yeah. um but at one point we really didn't know where it was going to go did we no and also it changed the podcast because we started thinking about things from a guy's perspective yeah. more we said you know what would 
someone like Wonka have said in this situation. And how we'd have felt if we discovered someone we were dating was then on a podcast potentially talking shit about us. Well, like that would not make us feel good. Yeah, but we never spoke like badly about Wonka. Like no. he does have like we it was never bad. It was just about our date our dating no, experience. No, it's super honest about our dating experience. And, and he, I think there's and good he, things and there's bad things. And can I just say he's now officially a man fan. He's listened to like most episodes. He supports us. He loves the podcast. So it's fine. It all worked out but okay. Can we say the who was listening? Who? So he was listening. It wasn't just him. Though. He had it kind of spread like wildfire it with spread his spread like friend, wildfire with his friends and his family. Um, so his friends can now now quote the episode and the time <laughs> that we talk about him or because they yeah. say something funny about him. They literally say, "Oh, episode three. It was five minutes in. You say Wonka did this. You say this, and it's like it's wild. It spread like wildfire on the group, and chat. that's why that's why we wouldn't like it. Because imagine our group of friends were almost taking the piss out of us. Like, oh my god, you're on this random guy's podcast. Yeah, I mean, now it's funny because, and actually, his we talk about it with his friends and yeah. family. We talk about the podcast, and they give their input now, and it's just it's. I think what we learned from this is to be open and honest mm. from the get go. And I may be not straight away because I don't want to scare, you know, yeah. you wouldn't want to scare them off. But, you know, once you feel like you know yeah. them and that this is going somewhere, you do need to disclose things like podcasts. 100%. <laughs> um, and just to be open and honest. Yeah. And if he didn't, if, if if they don't like you for it, then they're not the ones one no, for you. for sure. And so that was my learning lesson. From and I it. think it's just being, even after all of this, I remember like taking showers and thinking, <laughs> <laughs> super paranoid I just would think about for example date guy number two happened after Wonka and I remember we spoke about our initial hinge conversation and said "Ooh, he's freaking me out a bit he's a bit intense right and I went on a date I was so paranoid that he was going to find out about the podcast on our second date, I was so paranoid. Yeah. And I was like, shit, like, I really spoke shit about the way he spoke to me on Hinge. Like, it was embarrassing. Like, mm. like that's what I was saying. I was like, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't know. I he think was it very just flirty. made us think. And I think that about it's really made different us think perspectives. And not to judge people prior to meeting them. And it's so easy for a podcast. And we're so guilty of, like, hamming things up for a podcast. But I do feel like we don't do that. Like... It's I think we've learned to create more of a balance to to tell you it from our to tell you dating stories from our point of view. Everything we tell you has like is genuinely how we feel, but I think that we're very careful to not say we're we're careful. You know, we don't want to say people. We're mindful of others' mm. perspectives and opinions, and I think that's what you have to do is you have to be true to your feelings, but also be mindful of others and be open and honest. So that's yeah. what we've learned. But fortunately, you know, Wonka turned in, and and those that have listened to the podcast will know that you know Ooh. he did become a boyfriend Walk the first boyfriend tackling the first our 20s one. boyfriend and i think 2023 is the year that he is got he's got to come on the podcast he's got to come on the podcast i've, I've already agreed that him and also and his friend brad are going to come on the podcast yeah. and oh, also sorry, i just gave me, your name away there oh i just burped me and lauren and alex have decided we're going to have a dinner party um, on New Year's Eve 2023 and it's going to be with Alex and Wonka, me and my boyfriend and Lauren and her boyfriend. <laughs> so let's see in when we're doing 2023 so wrapped. So let's see, 2023 wrapped, 
if that's gonna what happen. Was the, like how exciting to see the situation because I know that we talk about this off the podcast. Like this time last year, our situations were so different. Well, yeah, so this is why I think of how much could change in the next 365 days. Wow. We've got hot girls, we've got hot girls spring for you and Lauren plus hot girl summer. 2023 so who knows what's going to happen for you then and like you said we could be sitting here this time next year recording our 2023 wrapped and actually who knows what who knows knows what will happen and we just love that we've brought you like we hope you know we just love you guys being on the journey with us you know how much has changed in the last 30 episodes you know what we learn from experiences and what hopefully you can take away from Mm. experiences we love hearing about your experiences all the dilemmas you've sent in have been insane amazing and i just hopefully it's like one big family that we can all learn from each other support each other be there for each other through you know the tough times Mm. that your 20s throw at you which yeah let's be honest dating and relationships is a big part of that but also friendships as well and it's just nice to have this safe space and we just hope that you've liked the podcast this year and that you'll be with us next year obviously we're going to have a little break over christmas but we'll be back just bigger and better next year learning more lessons yeah having more experiences together and just tackling our 20s 20s. next year we've kind of vowed and committed we're going to really put 100 percent into this podcast so far but no we're working on about 70 (laughs) percent we can agree 70 percent plus a shot of baileys but next year we really like we do love doing this um and we love you guys whatever you guys so i think it is just like really we want to make it as as good as it can for you and if it's boring talking about our lives you know we want to know tell what's, us what's what you enjoy to hear and and all of those things so please I feel like let us know can i just say i feel like lauren got off really lightly in this episode we 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 haven't divulged into her dating life Pierre Lauren has so many great stories as well. Short, going to Shoreditch House, meeting the French guy Pierre, and bringing him back to the flat. That was iconic. That was a highlight. Let's he's be also real. she's going to kill me, but he's he he. If anyone remembers, he notoriously wouldn't message her, and she had to message him. Now he is literally chasing her. I know, like a sly little fox, <laughs> a French fox. Pierre is just hanging about pierre is he's invited himself to climb everest base camp with her oh my goodness see oh. that was a wild night for her that wild. was great and she's had various days various dates since with guys where there's not been the spark mm. and you know but just having those nice dating experiences getting to know you know who she what she wants from a guy she's learned a lot like she's had really up some ups and downs mm. um one particular guy taught, taught her many lessons mm-hmm. um we didn't really talk about him much in the podcast but again for her that's another experience uh, that she's yeah. going to take with her in 2023 in, in in a good way i think lauren's definitely going into 2023 like more confident more experienced aw- more, more aware more aware that like you can date just a date rather than it it meaning something and going somewhere and she calls the shots as much as someone else and i think that's such a good lesson for everyone to learn is that She's going into it more confident because she would go into every single day and think, I hope um, 
that he likes me. I hope that he likes but me. It's actually, I hope this might go somewhere. But it's switching it. But do I like him? Do I like him? Is this gonna? Could this? Does this have potential? Do I want to spend another evening with him? Do I want to spend another week with him? Do and I she is very aware of that. Messaging him. And she has got dates lined up for 2023. She does. In the diary, as you may remember from the last episode or the one before, Elton. Lauren's grown a lot this year. She has. A and lot. We're, we're, oh, I'm, you both have. And I feel yeah. like we all have. And I'm proud of you guys. Um, because I, I've seen it in my eye, in, yeah. right before me. I think we all just appreciate what we have and that you don't need guys and they really are like an enhancement. But also it's being confident enough to know that if you go on a date with someone and you're not you're not 100% vibing, don't settle Don't for ever less. settle. Like, don't settle. You have to be sure. And if you've got that feeling, you know, they're not for you, then they're not for you. No. And there's billions of people out there and it's about actually enjoying the moment, being yeah. present, enjoying the journey, enjoying yeah. the dates and not worrying so much about the future and just when can you ever say you know we're going to look back when we're in our 50s and think that was what fun why were we stressing we were in our 20s we we that was when we had no mm. hardly any responsibility and we could just live our life so i think we need to carry that forward live in the moment never settle for anyone the person no. you are with has to be you know has to be someone that that lifts you up yeah never brings you down that enhances your life only um and like we said in a previous episode sarah's therapy tactic mm-hmm. if you're ever feeling unsure about someone the smiley face diary every day yeah is it a smiley face is it a sad face if they're giving you more sad faces than smiley faces bye-bye you know you have to be picky you have to be you know selective with your time um maintain your friendships that's what's important and if the right guy or the right girl comes along then amazing and that and we're we're happy oh my god what was that (laughs) i was in the middle of a rant there sarah (laughs) i was trying to find a tiktok right Wait, carry on what you were going to say. No, it's fine. But what I was saying was, is let's be selective of our time, our energy, um, and understand the importance of friendships. Mm-hmm. And when the right person comes along, you'll know it mm-hmm. and it will be amazing. So, you know, yeah, those are our lessons. And just super quickly, I know like this was supposed to be a short podcast, but we have rambled and rambled and rambled and rambled on. But if we could just do a quick five minutes for 2023 and what that's going to bring. Like for me, I really want to focus like 100%. Like my focus is not on finding a boyfriend. No, and it never should be. Finding a new job or finding new friends. Like it's nothing that, you know, explicit. It's very much nurturing the environment that I have and working with the environment that I have. I love my friends. I love being single. I love the environment I work with and all of this. So I saw this TikTok and it's saying how to manifest anything in 2023. And I just think we should all follow this. I think we should do a follow-up episode on full kind of manifesting for the new year. Play. Um, But wait, should I read the TikTok or should I read it? I'm going to read it out. So there's like a few different... I don't really get TikTok. So firstly, being super clear in your vision, uh, which we all know, we all know you need to be super clear in your vision. But the second thing is like every single night, rather than journaling about how your day is, okay, journaling is great. You know I love journaling. But rather than journaling how your day's gone, 
we're going to journal how our day is gone living in the present tense of our manifestations, if that makes sense. So if I write a vision board, why are you laughing? What's so she just put love your meow rather meow. than more. No, <laughs> rather than more. It sounded like she was like meow. Meow. Sorry, vision um, board. Why am I? I'm literally leaning on my left hand thinking there's a chair that there's not. Sorry, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. Um, so rather than journaling on your day, which is great, please do that. If you can't do anything more, do do that because it's so important. But journal as if you're living the life of your manifestations. So for example, if my manifestations are, and these are made up, these aren't mine, but if they were, I want to have my own business, be living in Bali, like have a partner and have two kids, for example. If that if they're my manifestations for the next year, I mean, you can't have two kids in a year, but do you know what I mean? Um, I'm writing my journal as though I'm living that life. So even though I'm in London, quite clearly working in recruitment, I'm writing my journal as if to say, oh, like I've had the best time today like i'm so grateful to be living on the beach and to be running my beach bar and i picked my child up from school and you know like a fake story yeah it's literally fake it till you make it and you you write your journal as though you're living it so for me i don't want like maybe in the future i want to be doing that living in bali with a beach bar i mean that is my ultimate dream but right now that's i know that's not right for me and that's not what i want to be doing but i would like to be you know, maybe on more money or in a nicer flat. I love a flat. No shade to a flat. But maybe, you know, in a nicer flat. Maybe I a do bigger it. bedroom. Maybe with my own bathroom. And we're living our lives. That's manifest- though- I get that's manifesting. But at the same time, you also need to be present and grateful, grateful for what for you've what got. Have. I agree. So that you can do that every now and then yeah. i wouldn't do that every day i do that every now and then when you're thinking about the future but every day should be actually being grateful for what you've got, what you've got. and living in the moment and being present yeah. but then i get every now and then like how maybe once a month you can think about what you want to achieve mm. you know in the next six months to a year and that's when you you envision it as if it was happening that's true yeah? i like that challenge to that. well there you go so that's because we're very much about being grateful I and think actually, people, that's true. I that think we need to do gratitude. vision boards for 2023. We do. And um, we can do, we can st- kick the new year off with that. I think maybe on Monday the 2nd, let's do our manifesting session again. Let's do it with for a 2023. Candle, and, candle, red wine. candle okay. and red wine. Right, guys. Okay, sorry, this has been super long. Thank you for. I think I've finally sobered up. <laughs> I think she's now sober. After I'm... all that, after an hour. <laughs> Um, but thank you for listening to this last episode. Thank you for, for being with us through 2022. Yes. Thank you for supporting Tackling Our 20s. And we love you and Merry Christmas. And we will see you next year. 2023. 2023 oh my God, baby. guys. Wait, the next episode we record, I'm going to be 28. Oh my God. What the fuck? Birthday episode. For anyone that doesn't know my birthday, it's 4th of Jan. Woo. Woo. Right. Love you guys. Okay, love you. Have the best Christmas and New Year. Bye. Love you. Bye.